So the left-hand batters will get the benefit of the wind, although it's to the deepest part of the ballpark. In left field, it's 380. Right down the line, it's 301, but the fence almost goes straight out. And then over in the left center gap, and right center, rather, it's 420. So it's a good poke down that right field side for the left-hand hitters. So Bell is warming up. We're about ready to go. Horace Clark will be stepping in, and now let's turn it over to Joe for the first half of the ballgame. Okay, Jerry, the announcement from the press box that the temperature in the press box at game time, 62 degrees. So it's one of those days where pitchers will be shooting for the bat handle. Took a few bees in those bats, and the hitters are not quite as aggressive as they might be. The wind will be a factor here. Any pop fly that goes up could turn out to be an adventure. Gets higher than the stands, it's a trick anyhow. But with this wind blowing today, blowing out towards right field, it could really provide some interesting plays. Gary Bell came over from the Cleveland Indians, loosening up, Bell Downing for the Yankees. John Flaherty, who played umpire, standing off to the side. That goes to throw the second base by Mike Ryan. And leading off will be Horace Clark. Clark batting 263. Horace, the last couple weeks, has really been rapping. He's been hitting the ball hard. He's been jumping on the first pitch a lot, not letting the pitcher get ahead of him. He opened up a ball game the other night here. First pitch, double left. Minnesota, Detroit, tied. Red Sox, half game out, White Sox two. Here's the first pitch of the game. It's a slow curveball for ball one. One ball, no strike. Ball game just getting underway. The 1-0 delivery by Bell is a strike. The weather is holding down the crowd. There are, there are many seats in the bleachers. For all the other games, they were just jam-packed. But that's wide open out there. This whole ballpark is pretty much wide open. Here's a foul ball out of play there. Including those double decks, the single deck, there are some closed boxes and mezzanine seats, whatever you want to call them. But for the most part, the fans are in wide open spaces. The one-two pitch by Gary Bell. Outside, two and two. John Flaherty behind the plate. Al Salerno is the first. John Rice is second. Emmett Ashford is the umpire third. Bell ready to keep you six to Horace Clark. He's on the way. He's swung on and fouled. Out of play. Sound remains at two and two.
balls and two strikes on Clark. Bell looking in. Ready. Listen to pitch. Fouled off again. The breaking ball. Clark didn't have a good cut at the ball. Just got a piece of it enough to spoil it. once again. Clark Wade, 2-2 pitch on the way. Ball three. So Horace Clark has worked the count for three balls, two strikes. Leadoff man here in the top of the first inning. Bell is ready to pay off pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play upstairs. Clark's getting his cut. Neither ball club took batting practice. Field was covered. No batting practice, no infield practice. Three balls, two strikes. Gary Bell ready. Here's the pitch. Ball four. Horace Clark draws the walk. Clark is on. The batter is Jake Gibbs. Gibbs batting 235. Four home runs. 24 runs batted in. Clark is on. Infield swings around towards the right field line for Jake Gibbs. Clark a good lead. Through stolen 16 bases. Bell checks Clark. Throws the first. Clark is back. Gibbs waiting. Here's the pitch. It's the strike. Now curveball. One strike to count. Jake gives the batter. No score. Top of the first. Clark the lead at first. Good lead. There goes Clark. Pitch is swung on line to left field. It's a base hit. Dostrzemski plays on the first hop, and Clark has to stop at second. Jake Gibbs lines a single in the left field. And the Yankees have base runners at first and second. Nobody out there. And Tom Fresh, who has really been on a rampage, is the hitter. Tom has really been hitting. It's been a tough batter against these Red Sox. Five for ten in this series. Three doubles, a home run. Three runs batted in. On the year, he's been hitting 313 against the Red Sox. Five doubles, two home runs, and seven runs batted in. He has made some hard outs. Top of the first inning. Horace Clark, who drew a base on balls, is on his second. Jake Gibbs is just single to left, and that's how we stand. Bell, checks the runners, delivers. Strike. Field towards right field. A lot of room in left center. Reggie Smith is in right center field. Harrelson is deep in right. Bell gets his time. Petroselli breaks him behind Clark. The throw is not in time. The man you have to fool on that play is the third base coach. 
One strike to count on Trey. Here's the pitch. Swung on a bouncy ball. George Scott at first has he steps on the bag. Trey is an easy out. Both runners advance. Clark is down at third. Gibbs is on at second. And the batter is Joe Pepitone. Pepitone batting 259, 11 home runs, 57 runs batted in. Pepitone Wake. Here's the pitch. Swung on, a ground ball. Second baseman Andrews has it to Scott in time. Clark scores. The Yankees lead 1-0. A broken bat ground ball hit to the second baseman Mike Andrews by Pepitone. Drives in the first run of the ball game. Moving down to third base, Jake Gibbs. Batter is Steve Whitaker. Whitaker batting 254. Yankees one, Red Sox nothing with the top of the first. Two men out. Time is called now. Mike Ryan has got something in his eye. His trainer, Buddy LaRue, comes out. Meanwhile, Jerry Bell loosens up with George Scott. California, nothing. Washington, nothing in the second. Cleveland, one. And Kansas City, nothing in the fourth. Minnesota's at Baltimore. Detroit to Chicago. St. Louis at Pittsburgh, nothing, nothing. And the one. And Philadelphia, one. Atlanta, nothing. First inning. Cincinnati's at New York. Chicago at San Francisco. Houston's at Los Angeles. And here at Fenway, it's New York, one. Boston, nothing. Two outs in the top of the first. It's Gibbs on the turn. And Steve Whitaker, the batter. We're all set to go once again. Here's the pitch by Gary Bell. Whitaker tries to punt, misses it for strike one. He doesn't think so. Whitaker thought he drew the bat back. But John Flaherty says strike one. Bell ready. The one-strike delivery. Outside, one and one. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. Yankees one, Red Sox nothing, top of the first. Bell taking a lot of time. Takes a look at Gibbs at third, and here's a pitch to Whitaker. Swung on and missed, struck him out. Whitaker is out on strike. First strikeout for Gary Bell. Retires his side, Yankees score one run on one hit. 
No errors, one man left. The score as we go into the bottom half of the first inning. New York one, Boston coming to bat. Got my friend sitting here today. Yes, sir, the white owl girl. Tell me, any new rules you'd like to see brought into the game? Only one. I'll give every batter who reaches first base a box of white owl cigars. How's that going to help the game? Well, my friend is we'll try to get first base. If it makes the game more interesting. You sure would. You know, you could have your own rally. Nine guys could end up at first base. But do you really think that would work? I know. You know how popular white owls are. You see the nothing grass. It's the same white owl tobacco that does it. It's aged same. Yellow carefully to bring out the mild taste. Mmm, flavor. Do you really think the fans would go for that? Why not? They're all white owl fans, too. They know. You get a lot more from a white owl than just smoke. Mike Andrews, Jerry Adair, and Carl Yastrzemski, the three hitters for the Red Sox. Yankees lead one to nothing. Al Downing taking his warm-up process. Andrews batting 257. Here's a throw to second base by Jake Gibbs. Around the horn. All set to hit Mike Andrews. Now Downing. Downing with a record of 13 and 8. Downing gets his sign. Andrews waits. Here's the first pitch by Al. Inside, ball one, a breaking ball. New York out in front, one to nothing. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Threatening skies here, overcast. Downing pitch is the strike. One ball, one strike. Nobody on, nobody out. The one-one delivery now by Downing. Swung on and fouled back. One ball and two strikes. Don't forget the third annual Inventors and New Products Exposition at the Coliseum, September 9th through the 17th. Strike three is called. Andrews is out on strike. A fastball caught the inside corner. The Yankees have a booth at the Inventors and New Products Exposition. And the Yankees invite you to stop by. Pick up a month of September schedule and do your ticket shopping. Let's see, third annual Inventors and New Products Exposition at the Coliseum. It's opened yesterday. We'll go through the 17th. Jerry is there. He's batting 265. Takes it outside. It's ball one. One ball, no strike. One out. One nothing. Yankees lead. Bottom of the first. Strike is called, fastball, one and one to count. 
Forrest Clark moving White in a little bit. Adair takes it high and the ball two. Two and one. Minnesota jumps out to a one to nothing lead. Curveball misses. Baltimore batting in the bottom of the first. It's Boswell against Palmer. Detroit White Sox game not yet underway. It'll be Farmer for Detroit and Portland for the White Sox. 3-1 pitch. Ball four. Gary Adair draws a base on balls, and here is Jastrzemski. Jastrzemski with 39 home runs. 103 runs batted in. Note in the press release here that when Yastrzemski hits his 40th home run, he will become only the fourth member of the Red Sox ever to achieve that total. Bouncing ball foul. Jimmy Fox did it twice, 50 in 1938 and hit 41 in 1936. Ted Williams hit 43 in 1949. Dick Stewart hit 42 in 63. He will also be the 19th American Leaguer to make it, the 39th Major Leaguer. It'll be the 100th time in a Major League that it's happened, 40 home runs or more. One strike to count. Here's the pitch. Low one and one, curveball. You stop to think of it with that short left field fence. It is kind of an amazing statistic. They've had some big power hitters here. Lauren Stevens. Jim Tabor. Bobby Doerr. One ball and one strike, the pitch. Here's the strike. Off the inside corner, one ball, two strikes. Dropo. You just don't get that many balls to hit that way. You might do it in batting practice, but once that game starts, pitchers have a pretty good idea what they want to do. One ball and two strikes. Jerry Adair leads. The pitch is swung on. A bouncy ball over Pepitone's head. Jerry Adair, round second. He's digging for third. He'll make it easily. Adair is running like he has a bad leg. Yastrzemski bounced one over Pepitone's head. It puts base runners at first and third with one man out. And George Scott is the batter. Gets his time. Check the base runners at first and third. Here's the pitch to Scott. Here's the strike. One to nothing. Yankees out in front. 
Here's the pitch by Downing. Hits his strike. Good curveball by Al Downing. Yastrzemski up. Bouncing single over Pepitone's head. Tip off on the infield here. Did hit and got way over Pepitone's head. Here's a two-strike delivery by Downing. Swung on a hot smash. Pass Collie Smith in the left field. Adair scores. Tied it up. Yastrzemski heading for third. In the second base goes George Scott. Third. It's a tied up ball game. One man out, base runners in second and third. The batter is Harrelson. That's 18 doubles for George Scott. He now has driven in 73 runs. Harrelson. And in 263, has 11 home runs. One man out, first base is open. And Petroselli is the on-deck batter. Infield is back, Pepitone is in. But even with the bag. Yastrzemski at third, Scott at second. Score tied, one apiece, bottom of the first. Downing gets his sign. And here's the first pitch to Harrelson. Swung on and fouled, out of play, strike one. Harrelson. Outfield. Deep. Downing. Trying to pitch out of a jam. Ready. The one strike pitch. Low ball one. One ball and one strike. Score all tied, one apiece. Downing looking in. Ready. Fastball outside this ball to two balls in a strike. One man out, one run in. Carl Yastrzemski on his third. George Scott, the base runner at second. And Harrelson, I'm telling you, he's getting to be where he needs a race instead of a bat constantly smoothing out the batter's box. He's all set. Downing getting his sign. Here's the 2-1 delivery. Swung on, bouncing ball, a mile and short has it, goes to first, in time to get Ken Harrelson. Yastrzemski scores, and the Red Sox take it, 2-1 to lead. Moving down to third, George Scott. Harrelson, credit with an RBI. Matter is Rico Petroselli. Petroselli batting 271. Takes outside, ball one. 
has 15 home runs, 59 runs batted in. There has been one player who has been able to take advantage of the short left field fence in this series. It's been Petroselli. Fouls one straight back. One ball, one strike on Rico. Red Sox two and the Yankees one. Minnesota one. Baltimore nothing. End of one. Downing with the 1-1 pitch. Nice play by Gibbs as the fastball was low. Gibbs dug it out nicely. Two balls and a strike. The on-deck batter, Reggie Smith. Here's the 2-1 delivery. Inside, low, and it's ball three. Three balls and a strike. Two men out. Base runner at third, George Scott. Red Sox two and the Yankees one. Bottom of the first. Here's the pitch. Strike is called a curveball. It's a full count on Rico Petroselli. Downing delivers the payoff pitch. Swung on, hit off the end of the bat right to Clark. A little looping top fly. It looked like it might be trouble for just a minute, but it was hit off the end of the bat, and Clark was able to make the play easily. Retires the side for the Red Sox, two runs on two hits. There were no errors, one man left, and the scores we completed inning, Boston 2, New York 1. I'm about to put on a long plain glass of Saratoga Vichy. Listen. Saratoga Vichy gets its carbonation from nature, the same place it gets its singular taste. I can't imagine how nature goes about carbonating it. The whole process takes place in some rocky enclave deep below the earth. But anyway, when it comes above ground, Saratoga Vichy has a quite unique kind of carbonation. Subdued, but persistent. It keeps the drink perking merrily, far longer than any man-made carbonation. It also keeps the drink fresh tasting. But you'd have to try it to understand what that means. In fact, if you'd really like to unravel the secret of Saratoga Vichy's appeal, there's only one thing to do. Pour yourself a glass and get to the bottom of it. Saratoga, the authentic Vichy behind the yellow label. the second inning, Roy White will lead it off, but right now in Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. 1460 Radio, WOKO in Albany, New York. Roy White to lead it off here. The first pitch is a high fastball for ball one. There's the strike. Minnesota one, Baltimore nothing, bottom of the second, Boswell against Palmer. It's Cleveland one and Kansas City nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Pierce against O'Donohue, nothing, nothing, California, Washington, and the four brunette against Bosman. One-one delivery is fouled back, out of play, and it's strike two. Detroit did not score in the top of the first. Farmer against Horner, that's the doubleheader over there. 
Mets 2, Cincinnati nothing, Maloney against McGraw. St. Louis 4, Pittsburgh nothing, end of 2. Woody Fryman was knocked out. Gelnar has come in. Washburn is working for St. Louis. And the Phillies lead the Braves 2 to nothing in the bottom of the third. Johnson against Bunning. Line drive. George Scott makes the play. Looking in, delivers to Charlie Smith. Strikes, nope, ball one. One ball and one strike. The one-one pitch to Smith. Outside, ball two, two and one. Red Sox two and the Yankees one. Top of the second. One delivery, foul back, and it's two and two. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Nobody on. Gary Bell. Ready? Two-two pitch. High, ball three. It's a full count on Charlie Smith. Three balls and two strikes. Smith batting, 227, eight home runs, 37 runs batted in. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on and missed, struck him out. That's the second strikeout for Gary Bell. Two outs here in the top of the second. Batter is Ruben Amaro. Amaro batting, 227 with one home run. Looking in, ready. Amaro waits. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Bell seems to have picked up his tempo. Very deliberate in the first inning. 1 0 pitch. Inside, 2 0. In and out, he has missed twice. balls and no strikes. Al Downing is the on-deck batter. Here's the 2 nothing pitch by Bell. Didn't mean to swing with the bat, a foul ball. Two balls and a strike. Mel Stottlemyre is throwing in the bullpen. Mel is the probable pitcher, one of them on Tuesday. Took Peter from the other one against the Angels. There's a fly ball to right field. Harrelson is there. Makes the catch. One, two, three. 
Well, I don't think I ever remember seeing so many one-hand catches as we see here on routine fly balls. Guess it's all right. The moral of the story is don't drop any. We move to the bottom of the second inning to score. It's Boston 2 and the New York Yankees 1. batting 254 has 13 home runs, 55 runs batted in. Brings it to first pitch, a fly ball right field. Roy White goes back and makes the count. Reggie Smith flies to Roy White. One away. Batter is Mike Ryan. Ryan hitting 204, two home runs, 23 runs batted in. getting set. High fastball, ball one. Here's the pitch. High ball two. Two balls and no strikes. One man out, nobody on. Red Sox lose two to one. Bottom of the second. There's the strike. Two balls and one strike. Two-one pitch by Al Downing. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Downing just threw the ball by him. Ryan was a little bit overmatched on that pitch. Two balls and two strikes. Here's the 2-2 delivery. Swung on and missed, struck him out. That's the second strikeout for Al Downing. Two outs here in the bottom of the second. Batter is Jerry Bell. Bell has 10 base hits and 65 times at bat. Red Sox 2. Yankees 1. We're in the bottom of the second. Nobody on and two men out. Strike his call to Gary Bell.
One strike pitch is fouled off at strike two. Upstairs and back downstairs, the spectator made the grab. Here's a two-strike pitch by Downing. Foul straight back. Strike the count. Little pitch. Right down the middle. Strike three is called. Gary Bell becomes the third strikeout victim. One, two, three for the Red Sox in the second. The score as we complete two innings. Boston two, New York one. Cerro Togobishi is not just a gold-plated name for club soda. It happens to be an utterly unique product of nature. Quite apart from artificial field waters. And it has attributes that man-made products just can't seem to duplicate. The best case in point is Saratoga Vichy's Fizz. You've heard all about it by now. Mild manners, long-lasting, keeps perking long after other drinks have fizzled out, all that kind of thing. Well, the reason no one can copy it is that no one's quite sure how nature does it. The other thing they can't steal is a quite extraordinary taste completely different from club soda and a great deal more pleasant than self-styled dishes and other mineral waters. The fact is, the Saratoga fishing people got the best spring first. And they've been there ever since. Saratoga, the authentic fishy in the yellow label. Third inning now, Downey will lead it off for the Yankees. Here's the first uh, TV radio report on the other games. Jim Palmer is making his first start for the Orioles since June. He's been out with a sore right shoulder. He wasn't able to pitch at Rochester, but went down to Miami, was recalled last week, and says he's still without pain. Who's the first pitch to Downey? Mr. Strike. Palmer was wild in the first inning. He walked Newlander and Tovar, then made a wild pitch. The Newlander scored as Oliva bounced out to short. Foul ball. Strike two. So the Twins scored their first run without benefit of a base hit. Boswell's working for the Twins. He gave up a double to Paul Blair in the first inning. He's the only man to get on base for Baltimore in the first two innings. Palmer struck out two or three men he faced in the second. They're right now in the third inning. Inside to Downing with one ball, two strikes. So we'll be giving you reports on the other contending the other games involving the contenders there's a strike to Downing that's the third strikeout for Gary Bell as Downing is sold out so there's the first report on the Baltimore Minnesota game Minnesota Palmer Ulander walked Tovar walked Palmer made a wild pitch and Ulander scored as Oliva bounced out that's the way the run came across. Horace Clark walked and scored his first time up. Gary Bell delivers. It's a strike. Well, the lights are on here at Fenway Park. Here's the one strike pitch by Bell. Inside, high, one and one. Sometimes when Clark takes a pitch, 
Looks like these Jetsons need to go through all kinds of gyrations to get out of the way. 1-1 pitch. Swung on a bouncing ball. George Scott has it. One hand races to the bag in time. This big guy is something. They talk about it. They talk about his hitting. He's like a vacuum cleaner down there. Grabs everything in sight. So there are two away here in the top of the third. And Jake Gibbs is a batter. Gibbs single left his first time up. Gibbs batting at 235. Bell delivers. Strike. One strike pitch by Bell. Right over his head. One ball, one strike. That hit him. Jake Gibbs hit by a pitch ball. Hit him right on the elbow. Gibbs is on at first base. Hit by a pitch ball. Tom Fresh is the batter with two men out and gives it first. Fresh bounced out to George Scott his first time up. The sharp breaking curveball gives one into it and broke in, hitting right on the elbow. The left elbow. Jake, all right. Didn't need any kind of attention. Two strike pitch. It's outside, ball one. Gibbs gave it a good false start off first base. Dick has stolen seven bases. Red Sox lead two to one. We're at the top of the third with two men out. Gibbs the lead, a good lead. Outside, and it's ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Fresh weight. Gibbs a good lead off first. Swung on a base hit for Tom Fresh in the center field. Gibbs is rounding second. He'll make it to third. Heading for second is Fresh as Reggie Smith had trouble coming up with the ball. It's a single and an error. Tom Fresh singles the center field, sending Jake Gibbs to third. And when Reggie Smith had trouble coming up with the ball, Fresh continued on in the second base. So it's base runners, it's second and third, two men out, top of the third. Joe Pepitone, the batter with the Red Sox out in front, two to one. Pepitone batting 259. Tom Fresh continues his fine hitting. Six for 12 in this series. Gary Bell. We'll work off the full windup with Gibbs a third, Fresh a second. Pepitone waiting. Pepitone bounced out the first time up. Takes outside, ball one. Pepitone hit a little ground ball to the second base with Andrews. 
Capitol was out at first. Clark was able to score. Two men out. Bell ready. Here's the pitch. Pull on and miss. He had a good cut at a fastball. One ball and one strike. One ball, one strike. Two out. Here's the pitch. Outside. Ball two, a slow curve ball. and a strike to count on Joe Peppertone. Top half of the third inning. Boston out in front, two to one. Gary Bell taking a little bit more time now. Here's the two-one delivery to Peppertone. Low ball three. The White Sox have scored five runs in the bottom half of the first inning against Joe Sparma and the Detroit Tigers. You'll hear a groan go up on that scoreboard. There goes the five up now. A bit of a reaction. Five runs for the White Sox. Three-one pitch to Peppertone. Ball four, the bases are loaded. Steve Whitaker is the batter. That's the second walk given up by Gary Bell. Out on strike the first time up. Nick Williams has taken a very slow, deliberate walk to the pitcher's mound. Nobody has been throwing in a bullpen. Somebody's getting up now. Brandon is starting to throw for the Red Sox. Nick Williams is just out talking to Gary Bell. Whatever he said was short. Steve Whitaker, bases loaded. Jake Gibbs is on his third. Tom Trice is on his second. Joe Peppertone is on his first. Two men out. Top of the third, Red Sox lead, two to one. Gary Bell looking in, ready. Whitaker waits. Here's the pitch. Pull on and miss strike one. He took something off the curveball, and Whitaker was way out in front. One strike to call. Bell ready. Delivered. Swung on and missed strike two. Once again, a slow curveball. Whitaker has been out in front. As Bell has changed speed. Two strikes to count. Bases loaded. Two men out. Top of the third. Boston out in front. Two to one. Bell gets his sign. Looks towards third. Here's the two-strike delivery. Outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes.
it in. What is your way? We're set. The one-two pitch on the way. Outside. Two and two. Whitaker almost chased a curveball. The outside part of the play. Bell has not given Whitaker a fastball. This time at bat. It's two balls, two strikes. Here's where he wants a decision right here. With two men out. That will not go to three and two. Bell takes a look again. Whitaker waits a 2-2 pitch on the way. Turn on and he struck him out. Whitaker is out on strike. A four strikeout to Gary Bell. And retires the side. No runs, one hit. No errors. Three men were left on base. And the score as we go into the bottom half of the third inning. It's the Boston Red Sox 2, the New York Yankees 1. Say, if you're the kind of person who won't enter contests or play games because you don't think you have a chance of winning, just listen to this. Atlantic has a game made just for you. It's called Match the Red Ball Game, and it's loaded with prizes. Thousands of them, in fact. And there are two chances to win cash, or prizes, or both. Now, here's all you have to do. Stop by your participating Atlantic station and ask for a Match the Red Ball envelope. Inside, you'll find two half coupons. One half good for cash up to $1,000, and the other half good for prizes like a new Chevrolet Camaro or a color TV set. Each time you get an envelope, try to match the coupons up. If you have a match, you're a winner. It's that easy to play. And there are even instant cash winners where the two matching halves are in the same envelope. So don't wait any longer. No purchase is necessary, and you might drive out the winner of a new Camaro. Void where prohibited by law. Bottom of the third inning, Mike Andrews will lead it off for the Red Sox. Gary Bell pitched out of a jam. Downing takes a look at Charlie Smith. Motions to be alive for the bunch. Andrews batting 257 with a strikeout victim his first time up. Takes a fastball outside and it's ball one. The one-all pitch by Downing. Low ball two. We'll have a rundown of all the scores right after this happening. Strike is called, Andrews. Two balls and one strike. Andrews was taken all away. Andy Popowski coaching at third. Bobby Doerr coaching at first. Outside, ball three. Downing has walked one. Jerry Adair came home to Haunting. Adair scored on a double by George Scott. 3-1 pitch to Mike Andrews. Swung on, line, deep to left field. It is a fair ball, high off the wall. Heading for second, Mike Andrews. He'll make it easily. Mike Andrews doubles high off the wall in left field. And the batter is Jerry Adair. Adair walks, scored in the first inning. Batting 265 with nine home runs, 35 runs batted in. Red Sox lead, two to one. 
Downing. Blusterstone in second. Horace Clark jockeyed in behind Mike Andrews. And they're waiting. Downing delivers. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Trying to hit the right field. ready and there waits. Here's the pitch. Swung on, little looper down the line in right field. It is curving foul. Ball boy makes the play. Strike two. Two strikes. Nobody out. Base runner is second. Mike Andrews. Red Sox leads two to one. Bottom of the third. Downing looking in. Ready. Checks the runner. Delivers to Adair. Fouled off. Jerry Adair going all the way to the right side. Hopefully he can at least get the ground ball. Pick up the base. Stremski is the on deck batter, followed by Scott. Two strike pitch now by Al Downing. Outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Andrews the lead is second. Downing ready. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled back. One ball, two strikes. Nobody out. Mike Andrews is second. Downing taking plenty of time. Madeira waiting. Here's the pitch. High, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Two to one, Red Sox lead, bottom of the third. Downing, checks Andrews, a second, delivers to Adair. Fouls it off. Downing, for some reason, continues to give him the ball outside. Adair, trying to go in the right field, and foul him off. The Tigers went down in order in the first inning. The White Sox came up with five runs, and we'll tell you how they made him in just a moment. Right now, it's two balls and two strikes on Jerry Adair with Mike Andrews at second base, nobody out. Downing, looking for his sign. Takes too much time, and Adair backs out. Here's the pitch. Strike is called a fastball over the inside corner. And that's four strikeouts for Downing. The batter is Distrempton. Right now on Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. Light golden Kruger Pilsner made a little at a time by the people at G. Kruger Brewing Company of Cranston, Rhode Island, who take their time 
This is WCSS in Amsterdam, New York. Time call now by the second base umpire. Some youngsters put a banner over the wall along the third baseline. We're asked to remove it. Here's Downing's first pitch to Stremski. Strike, says John Flaherty. For the White Sox, Tommy Agee led off with a single and stole second. And Bill Ross is playing right field for the White Sox. Then hit the Norm Cash at first, and Swarma dropped Cash's throw for an error. Boyer single, scoring Agee. Ward single, driving in Ross. Crosby tripled the left center for two more runs. And Padres came on to replace Swarma. One strike pitch to Yastrzemski is a foul tip strike to him. It was the first appearance for Padres for the Tigers since August 8th. You can now with a sore arm. And after retiring two men, Joe Horland, the White Sox pitcher, drove in Causey with a single, and the White Sox lead five to nothing. Two strikes to count on Yastrzemski. One out. Here's the pitch. Outside. One ball, two strikes. Andrews leading off second. Yastrzemski waiting. One-two pitch by Downing. Popped up. Charlie Smith at third calling for it and makes the catch. Yastrzemski pops to Charlie Smith. That makes it two outs and here is George Scott. Scott doubled to drive in a run in the first inning. Double between Charlie Smith and the bag. Scott Wade. Here's the pitch. Strike is called. George Scott wants to know if it was swinging or if it was called. Started swing, held up, but John Flaherty said strike one. Downing ready once again. The one strike delivery outside, one and one. One ball, one strike, two out. Red Sox out in front, two to one. Mike Andrews at second base. Here's the pitch. Strike. Fastball across the inside corner. One ball, two strikes. Downing has struck out four. He's allowed three hits. Andrews opened up this third inning with a double to left, but Adair was out on strikes and Yastrzemski popped to Smith. One ball, two strikes on Scott, the pitch. Swung on, it's popped up. Joe Pepitone is coming in, calling for it, and Pepitone makes the play. George Scott pops to Joe Pepitone. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left. The score is we complete three innings. 
Boston 2, New York 1. We'll take a look at the scoreboard with Jerry. Okay, Joe, after six and a half, California and Washington are scoreless. Brunette against Bosman. Minnesota leads Baltimore one to nothing after three and a half. Boswell against Palmer. Cleveland beat Kansas City in the first of a pair, one to nothing. O'Donoghue got the win. Pierce took the loss. Second game has not started as yet. Chicago does big five runs in the bottom of the first. Lead the Tigers five to nothing after two of the first ball game. Farmer started for Detroit, relieved by Padres in the first inning. Horland so far all the way for the White Sox. In the National League, Cincinnati and the Mets are all tied up at two apiece after four. Maloney against McGraw. And May hit a home run in the fourth with one on for Cincinnati. Cardinals four and the Pirates one after three and a half. Washburn against Fryman, relieved by Gelnar in the second. Philadelphia five, the Braves nothing after four and a half. Johnson against Bunning. And in the other game, Chicago's at San Francisco, a later start this afternoon. A doubleheader between Houston and the Dodgers in Los Angeles, a later start. Here at Fenway Park, we move into the fourth inning with the Red Sox leading the Yankees 2-1. And now let's go back to Joe. Okay, Jerry. Roy White leads it off for the Yankees against Gary Bell. Here's the first pitch by Bell. Swung on and missed in strike one. Stiff breeze blowing here in Boston. Cool. It was 62 degrees in the press box at game time. One strike pitch is outside, one and one. The lights are on. Skies are overcast. It rained all morning here. Here's the 1-1 pitch by Gary Bell. Swung on and missed in the count on Roy White. One ball and two strikes. Gary Bell ready, white waves, the pitch. Foul tip, count remains at one and two. Red Sox out in front, two to one. Top of the fourth. Yankees will be back home on Tuesday night against the California Angels. Led by Bill Wrigley. One, two pitch, two and two. Oh, Riggs said that if the Red Sox win it, the wall in left field is what's going to do it. Not the players, but the wall. Two balls and two strikes. Foul ball, it's out of play. Back downstairs. Mad scramble, and there's a grab by a spectator, one hand. and two strikes. White weight. Bell delivers. Swung on and it is a foul ball. Al Salerno had to bounce out of the way. Ball boy makes another fine play. Umpires wearing blue shirts with the dark suit. Usually they're white shirts. The blue shirts that they have on is usually when they don't wear a coat. And today being Sunday here in Dean Town. Blue shirts. 2-2 pitch. Foul tip. White remains alive.
Here's the two-two delivery. High drive, center field. Reggie Smith moves back. He's there, makes the catch. One out. Roy White lines to Reggie Smith in straightaway center field. The batter is Charlie Smith, who struck out his first time up. Red Sox out in front, two to one. Bell ready. Delivered. Swung on a foul ball out of play. Strike one. I don't know if it's just me but hitters seem to be smoothing out batters' boxes more and pitchers working on the mound more. One ball, one strike. Professional people call groundskeepers are paid to do that, and they do it so well with rakes and the proper equipment. There's a bouncy ball to Jerry Adair over to Scott in time. But ball players just don't feel right unless they work on the grounds with their spiked shoes. Smith just dug a hole and Ruby's going to cover it up. Seems like every other hitter's got his own way. Amaro lined hard in right field his first time up. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. Red Sox out in front, two to one. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Foul back and it's one and one. John Flaherty dusts off the plate. One-one pitch. High pop fly. Foul territory. George Scott moving back. Has room. Makes the catch. Ruben Amaro fouls out to George Scott. Three up and three down. George is going to the bottom of the fourth to score. Boston to New York one. Your attention on the starting line, gentlemen. Your attention, gentlemen, start your engine. Sometimes there's only a very small difference between a great performance and failure. When there's a fine line that decides the winners, everything must go smoothly. It's the little difference that makes the difference. Your car, a little thing like dirt in the carburetor, can cause stalling, rough idling, and leaking gasoline. But Atlantic Imperial, we clean carburetor gasoline, wash the waste dirt deposits from around your carburetor throttle for the little difference that makes the difference. Imperial cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean for the little difference that makes the difference in your car's performance. Fill up with Atlantic Imperial. Be clean carburetor gasoline. Ken Harrelson leads it off for the Red Sox here in the bottom of the fourth inning. You know, we're talking about ball players smoothing out the batter's box in the mound and all that. A thing that's become so noticeable is that pitchers will let a ball player do that. <laughs> 
I mean by that that a Yastrzemski, a big roar has gone up as the Baltimore Orioles have taken a 2-1 to one lead over the Minnesota Twins. Now here's Downing watching Harrelson smooth off the batter's box and getting set. I remember that Rube Markwart talking about that. They'd holler at you and upend you. Here's one. It takes the center field. Way back is Whitaker. That ball is out of here. Home run. Straight away center Since he joined the Red Sox, two of them have come against the Yankees. It's a three-to-one ball game. Here's Petroselli. That's his 12th home run of the year. Strike one on Petroselli. Straight away center field right above the 379 marker. There's a ledge, a yellow line painted on the wall. Anything to the right of the yellow line is a home run, even if it bounces back onto the playing field. Foul ball. And a strike two. That ball never did come back on the field. There's a television camera in center field. It bounced on the ledge and to the right as we look out. Right next to the cameraman. Red Sox out in front three to one. Foul ball out of play. Baltimore two, Minnesota one, Chicago five and Detroit nothing. Boy, if that should end up like that for the day, it would just tighten it up. Here's the pitch. One ball, two strikes, fastball miss. Minnesota and Detroit right now are even. Red Sox is half game out, and Chicago two games out. Curveball inside is two and two. So... If Baltimore would beat Minnesota, the Red Sox would be a half game in if they'd win. There's a swing to miss, strike three. Five strikeouts for Downing. I tell you, trying to figure out this American League race is like working a crossword puzzle with a ballpoint. You just can't do it. Here's Reggie Smith. All kinds of articles in the papers here, asking different people. They ask Ralph House, they ask uh, Sam Mealy and Casey Stengel. Here's a pitch to Smith. It's inside ball one. Ask the three gentlemen, which of the four clubs would you like to manage? And boy, all the answers were pretty much the same. All diplomatic answers. Here's a line drive past the mile into left field, a base hit. Reggie Smith is on. Mike Ryan. Ryan struck out his first time up. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Red Sox out in front, three to one. A home run by Harrelson is just added the third run. Lead by Reggie Smith. Outside, ball one. Smith has had great success running against the Yankees. 
He was on the front end of a double deal last night. He was stolen. 14 bases. He's getting a walking lead. Here's a throw by Downing. That was not the good move. One man out. One run in. Boston three. New York one. Downing at the belt. Check Smith. Here's the pitch. Outside. Two and all. One man out. Smith the lead. Good lead. Downing at the bell. Checks him. Delivers to Ryan. It's the strike. Two balls and one strike. Bunker has replaced Palmer in the fifth. Baltimore two and Minnesota one. The end of four. Smith the lead is first. Two-one pitch to Ryan. is swung on and missed. Strike two. Former Padres and Wickersham working for the Tigers, holding for the White Sox, the first of a doubleheader, Chicago 5 and Detroit nothing. Two balls and two strikes on Mike Ryan. With the lead, here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, struck him out. Mike Ryan is out on strike. That's six strikeouts for Al Downing. Batter is Gary Bell. Downing's delivery. Low ball one. Bottom half of the fourth inning. Red Sox three. Yankees one. Bell was out on strikes the first time up. Lead by Smith at first. Here's the pitch. It's a striker curveball. One ball and one strike to count. Downing ready. Lead by Smith. 1-1 pitch. A base hit in the right field. Rounding second, Reggie Smith heading for third. He'll make it easily. Gary Bell hit one off the end of the bat. Loops the signal in the right field. And the Red Sox, that base runner, is at first and third. Two men out, and the batter, Mike Andrews. Gary Bell hit it right off the end of the bat. Mike Andrews. He struck out in the first. He doubled high off the wall in the third. Jim Bowden begins to throw for the Yankees. Andrews batting 257. Smith at third. Gary Bell at first. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Andrews charging up as if the bunt. Charlie Smith is back at third. No play. That's one of those ad-lib plays. He catches both ball clubs by surprise. Now he's ready. He delivers to Andrews. 
strike. Fastball in the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Here's the 1-1 pitch. There goes Gary Bell. The pitch is thrown back to Downey. They got the runner trapped between third and home. Here's the tag by Gibbs, and he drops the ball. gets an assist. Reggie Smith was trapped between third and home, but Gibbs dropped the ball. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Bouncing ball. Ruben Amaro has the big hop over to first in time. Andrews is out. Amaro to Peppertone. Red Sox scored two runs. There were three hits, one error, one man left on base. As scores, we complete four innings. Boston four, Yankees one. Hi, fans. I want you to meet a friend of mine, the Whiteout girl. You know, I've been expecting you. Of course. Well, I'm trying to live in Minnesota. Tell me something. Are there any rules in baseball you'd like to see changed? I think we'll have to change the seventh inning stretch. How do you mean? Instead of stretching, everyone might have a Whiteout. A right out is no relaxing. Dancing. The tobacco dancing. It's aged, smiling, smiling beyond it. But the seventh inning stretch is a tradition. So a right out cigar. You see them everywhere. The stands are full of them today. Just look around there all the way in. They're dancing. And you They're everywhere. Hmm. The seventh inning is right out. I think I'll write the commissioner about it today. Just think. All those men at the same time find out you get a lot more from a white owl than just smoke. We're going to have a bench hitter for Al Downing. Jerry Kenny is coming out. He'll be the bench hitter for Downing. Gary Kenny is the pinch hitter against Gary Bell. Time call now. Of course, said he had to pick up a ball that was thrown in the infield. Here's the pitch. It's a strike, a fastball. Red Sox four and the Yankees one, top of the fifth. We've had a threat of rain. Strike two. The lights have been on for a couple innings. When you're battling for a pennant, your team is ahead. The sun is shining, regardless of what it looks like. A happy crowd here at Fenway. Two-strike delivery to Kenny. Low ball one.
One ball and two strikes. Swung on a bouncing ball. Foul down to first base coach Lauren Bay. One ball, two strikes. Here's the one-two delivery. Swung on and missing. Kenny is out on strike. That's five strikeouts for Gary Bell. Matter is Horace Clark. Clark walked and scored in the first inning. And bounced out George Scott unassisted in the third. Jerry Adair moves in a couple steps to third to protect against the bunt. Bell's delivery is swung on a fly ball left field. Yastrzemski's going back, has room, makes the catch. Two outs. Two outs, nobody on. The batter, Jake Gibbs, single to left and hit by a pitch ball. Red Sox four, Yankees one. Baltimore two, Minnesota one. Bottom of the fifth, there's the strike to give. Cleveland beat Kansas City one to nothing. O'Donohue came up with a three-hit shutout. The one-strike delivery by Bell is strike two. Nobody on. Two men out. Two strikes to count on Gibbs. Bell ready. Here's the pitch. High inside, ball one. One-two pitch. Foul back. High fastball. Gibbs got a piece of it. They are coming to this ballpark from all over this New England area. Buses outside the ballpark is lined for blocks. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on a ground ball. Mike Andrews has it. Flips to Scott in time to get Gibbs. It's one-two-three for the Yankees. In the top of the fifth and the score as we move to the bottom half of the fifth inning, it's Boston four, New York one.
new pitcher is Jim Bouton. Jake Gibbs out talking to uh, Jim here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. It'll be Jerry Adair, Carl Ustremski, and George Scott. Right now on Yankee Baseball, let's pause for station identification. Yankee Baseball on WCSS Amsterdam, New York, being brought to you in part by the Jeep Ruger Brewing Company of Cranston, Rhode Island. The brewers of light golden Kruger Pilsner will never be able to say they brew the most. They don't mind as long as they brew the best. Jim Bowden taking his warm-up sausage. The bottom of the fifth inning here. Red Sox out in front.
Scott doubled his drive in a run in the first inning, popped it to uh, Pepitone in the third. Foul tip, strike one. Bob looking in. Here's the pitch. Step foul. Bowden comes off the mound. This strike two. Two strikes. Two outs. Nobody on. Four to one. Red Sox out in front. The bottom of the fifth. Here's the two-strike pitch by Bowden. Inside, moves him back for ball one. The one-two delivery now. Swung on and missed. Gibbs drops it, has to throw him out at first. He does. So it's one, two, three for the Red Sox. And as we complete five innings and score, it's Boston 4, New York 1. Oh, Mother, he's such a brute. He said to you, Shirley. Didn't he take you to Clark's cozy cottages last weekend? But he never talks to me. He just snaps at Bart. He's just letting off steam. You think it's easy standing on the unemployment line all day? He reads his newspaper right through dinner, and he never compliments me on my cooking. Oh, but I'm sure he loves the way you cook. He always says you have to taste it to believe it. And Mother, last night, without telling me, he drank our last bottle of Kruger Pilsner beer. I told you it would never work. <laughs> When you take a lot of time to make just a small amount of beer, your product gets to be very good. We make Kruger Pilsner. We take our time and we grow with life. We think it's the world's most perfect beer. Kruger Pilsner, made a little at a time. We'll never be able to say we brew the most. That's okay. As long as we can say we brew the best. Sixth Gary Bell taking his warm-up classes. Tom Trash will lead it off. Now ready to bring the play-by-play. -play. Here is Bill Rizzuto. All right, Joe. That Roy you heard just then was Emmett Ashford cutting a fire a little bit down there in the third base umpiring position. Right now, Gary Bell ready to pitch to Tommy Stretch. Tommy has bounced to first and single to center. Tommy has had six hits and 12 at-bats in this series. The first pitch by Bell is high ball one. Just never thought we'd play a ball game today the way it was raining this morning. Turn the lights on here at Fenway, but it's getting brighter and brighter. Bell's next pitch is low, ball two, two and all. Oh. Yankees have had just two hits off Bell. Well, the Twins tied the score in the sixth inning, two to two. They're still batting. Killebrew walked and a triple by Tony Oliva. As a swing and a miss. High fastball. Two balls, one strike. Tony Oliva, 12 for 18 in the series. That was before today, so we know he got another base hit. 13 hits. There's a strike on the outside corner to Trey. 
Oh, Oliva and Killebrew getting hot with the home runs. Really barreling those twins along. And the Tigers now in the fifth inning are losing to the White Sox 5-0. Curve low, 3-2 to Tommy Trice. On deck, Joe Pepitone. Wind blowing out towards right field today. Here's the payoff pitch to Trice. Low ball four. That's the third war given up by Bell. And it brings up Pepitone. Joe bounced to second his first time up, walked in the third. Nobody out, and the Yankees trailing four to one, top of the sixth. Oliva has raised that average fantastic at 287. Pepitone about to the short. Petroselli goes to Andrews. He drops the ball. He dropped the ball. And he's safe at second base. A routine play. Andrews had no chance for the double play. Knew it. Didn't try to pivot. Just wanted to catch the ball, step on the back, and the ball popped right out of his glove. It's an error charge to Andrews. And Petroselli gets credit for an assist. It was a broken back ground ball to short. Enrico had a charge and made a perfect throw to Andrews, but he dropped the ball. So Whitaker, who has struck out twice, is the batter. Nobody on runners at first and second. Imagine that Oliva up to 287. About two months ago, he was just barely above the 200 mark. All right, Gary Bell stretching. Curve over strike one call. And boy, he's been feeding Whitaker nothing but those slow curve balls. And Steve is in swinging from the heels and missing. Darrell Brandon, the right hander, loosening up in the Red Sox bullpen. This second time he's been up in this ball game. All right, Bell stretches. His pitch fastball swing and a miss, strike one, and that's the first fastball he's thrown, Whitaker. And he kept it away from him. Nothing in two. There's some smoke blowing in from uh, over the left field fence onto the field. Might be a small fire someplace. Not in the ballpark. Wind is blowing across the field, so it could be carrying it in. Here's the pitch to Whitaker. Low and outside. One ball, two strikes. Trash is second and Pepitone at first. Nobody on the Red Sox lead four to one. Gary Bell delivers a curve. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Three times he has struck out Steve Whitaker, and that's strikeout number six for Gary Bell. And the batter is Roy White, who has lined a first, a great play by George Scott, and then lined a center field. So it's one out with runners in first and second here in the top of the sixth inning. Charlie Smith is on deck. Bell set. 
delivers a curve, swing and a miss, strike one. And it's unusual for right-hand pitchers to be making left-hand batters look so bad, swinging at curveballs. Kind of a dangerous pitch, but it must be Bell's motion there, way out in front. Runners lead away. Fastball, ground ball to third. Adair's got it. Steps on third. Throws to first. And the ball is low and couldn't be handled by George Scott. So White is safe. Tresh is out of third base on the fourth play. Jerry Adair had a back up to such third and so couldn't get much on the ball. And his throw was low. And you very seldom see Scott miss those balls in the dirt. But White, who can run, Across the bag, no error on the play. They have runners at first and second. Two out, and here's Charlie Smith. Charlie has struck out and bounced to third. Pepitone at second, now White at first. Gary Bell sets, delivers a curve in there, strike call. Everybody was saying Red Sox have no pitching. They can't do it. But boy, they've been getting good pitching. There's no doubt about their hitting and fielding and speed. But they're right up there battling for the pennant. We'll be right down to the wire. Curve, bounce foul outside of third, strike two. Nothing and two on Charlie Smith. Two out and two on. Red Sox lead four to one. Top of the sixth. On deck, Ruben Amaro. Gary Bell ready. His two-strike delivery. High ball one. Try to slip the, the fastball by Charlie. Bell sets again. Curve is high and inside. The defense accounted two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two men on. So Charlie Smith gets back in the batter's box. Bell ready. Delivers a curve. Strike three. Swinging. Way out in front. Strikeout number seven for Bell. No runs. No hits. One Red Sox error. Two men left. And at the end of five and a half, it's Boston four and the Yankees one. He's rounding first. The ball's off the wall as he's right. It's a stand-up double. No. He's going for three. Here comes the throw. It's going to be close. He's five hit first. He's safe. Triple is one of the most exciting plays and usually one of the closest in baseball. Base or out, the difference can be mighty slight. When it comes to your car's performance, the slightest bit of dirt in the carburetor can cause stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste. Atlantic Imperial, 
the clean carburetor gasoline gives you the little difference that makes the difference. It dissolves dirt deposits in the throttle plate area and washes them away. Imperial keeps your carburetor clean. If you don't like the difference after using 100 gallons of Imperial, we'll pay you $4. Get a receipt for each purchase, then send the receipts to Atlantic, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 19101. Get the little difference that makes the difference from Atlantic Imperial, the clean carburetor gasoline. We're ready to go in the bottom of the sixth inning. Jim Bowden, who took over for Al Downing. He'll be pitching to Ken Harrelson, Rico Petroselli, and Reggie Smith. Harrelson bounced a short his first time up, but in the fourth inning, he hit a line drive home run in the center field bleachers. Harrelson has driven in two runs in this ballgame. was his 12th of the year. All right, bounding into the windup. The pitch is fouled back, strike one. They play Harrelson deep and straight away. Harrelson takes a little while to get set in the batter's box. Bowden doesn't take much time. Curve, ground ball in the hole. There's a base hit to left field. Harrelson, second base hit, the first hit off Jim Bowden. And it brings up Petroselli. Rico lining the second and struck out. It's, uh, we'll have all the scores of these important ball games. At the end of this half inning, Harrelson leads away. Stretched by Bowden. Throw over there, and he has to dive back. Ball gets away from Pepitone, but not too far. Looks like Harrelson might be running on that pitch. He had a big lead. All right, Bowden ready. Curve is inside, ball one. So the Twins did score just one run. They're playing the seventh inning now down in Baltimore. Minnesota two and the Orioles two. And now they're going to put a runner in for Harrelson. Actually, Harrelson is not a bad base runner. He's bad for a big man, but they're taking him out. Jose Cardiball will be coming on. So Cardiball will be coming on and uh, also for defensive purposes. Jose Cardiball running. The stretch by Bowden. Fans yelling for him to go. Bowden delivers a line drive to left field. That's going to be in for extra bases, bouncing off the wall. Cardiball coming in the third. Petroselli goes into second, standing with a double. Rico Petroselli golfed the curveball in the left field corner, took one bounce high off the wall. Cardiball easily pulled in the third. Petroselli is second. 
There's nobody out, and here's Reggie Smith, who lined a right, single a left field. And it was Smith who slid home. He was a dead duck at the plate, but he slid home hard and knocked the ball out of Gibbs' hands. The Yankee infield is in. They're going to put Reggie Smith on. They're going to load him up to pitch to Mike Ryan. And you can hear the crowd. There's ball two. given up by Bowser. So the batter will be Mike Ryan. The Yankee infield remains in. Ryan has been up twice, struck out both times against Downing. He's a right-hand batter. Stands a long ways from home plate. That is not a Fenway Park stand. All right, Bob Ryan. Pitch to Ryan. Ground ball. Fair ball. Down in the corner. Two-run score. Carnival scores. Petroselli scores. Here comes Reggie Smith. He's going to score. Ryan's trying for three. He slides and he's safe at third. Tommy Craig must have had a lot of trouble. Craig might have run into the wall down there. He is slipping in left field. Cut off deep in the left field corner. It's a triple for Mike Ryan as the strategy backfires. Walking Smith. Mike ran a Tommy Stretch ran into the wall in left field. Couldn't get back up in time to get the ball and keep Ryan from getting the third with a triple. Three runs batted in. And the Red Sox now lead. 7-1, Joe Torres and Ralph Houck are out there with Tommy Trash, and Tommy, who has certainly had his troubles this year, running into walls and twisting the knee and fouling balls down off his legs, is going to be taken out of the ball game. And Tommy Trash is limping in from left field. You know, Joe, I imagine Trash is going to be happy to see the end of this season. You can't really blame him. It began very early for him, Phil. The injury to the second game, I believe, of the spring training season when he stumbled as he threw the ball, and since then it's been all downhill. Tom is limping off now. He'll have an operation at the end of the season. And the way things have been going for him, that's going to be the easiest part of this whole year for him because he's just had one injury after another. Ross Mosquito has gone in to replace Trace. goes into the dugout and Mosquito goes to left field. Mike Ryan gets his second triple of the year and those three RBIs gives him a total of 26. The Red Sox lead 7-1. That ball just went over the bag and Charlie Smith dove for it. And usually when a ball is hit like that, it caroms off that wall that juts out and back of the Yankee dugout, but that just missed the wall and rolled all the way down in the corner. And the left fielder has no chance to charge those balls hit down there. If they do, they'll run into the wall, which is exactly what happened at Trek. So while Mosquito is loosening up a little bit, Minnesota at Baltimore, as we told you, Baltimore went ahead in the fourth inning. Snyder single, Blair walked, and Frank Robinson single to drive home Snyder. Blair took third, and then Brooks Robinson single at center, scoring Blair. Palmer went four innings, gave up two hits and one run, walking four and striking out three. But then Minnesota bounced back, as we told you, Killebrew walked and Oliva tripled. That tied the game. 
All right, here's the pitch to Bell. It's low ball one. Bell is struck out and single. So Oliva now has 14 hits and 19 appearances in this series. And he's now batting 289. There's a ground ball. Smith has it. Ryan holds it third. The throw to first. They get Gary Bell, and it's one away. It brings up Mike Andrews, who struck out, double to left, and bounced to short. The Yankee infield remains in. have to be on the alert for anything is the wind up the pitch to Andrews it's inside ball one on deck Gary Adair Bowser's next pitch a curve that's in there strike call one on one coming in the squeezes on he bunts it foul the ball popped off Jake Gibbs arm man all he had to get that ball was on the ground there any place even right back to the pitcher Ryan had a running jump at third as they had the squeeze play on the suicide squeeze Andrews though bounced back in the batter's box a little too far and then tried to reach out and bunt the ball and fouled it off so it's one ball two strikes one out the Red Sox leads seven to one in the bottom of the sixth The pitch is hit deep to left field. That ball's going to be off the wall. One run scores. And going into second base is Andrews. Whitaker picks the ball up in center field. And the Red Sox lead 8-1. to one. A double high off the wall. Mosquito, who was not used to playing the left field wall, went too far back. And when the ball caromed off the wall, it went past Rod. And Whitaker had to back him up and come up with That's the second double for Andrews. about and they had four up downing and here is Jerry Adair walk struck out fly to right pitch by Bowden swing and a miss strike one on deck Carl Yastrzemski one out all the Red Sox fans in a happy frame of mind right now Pitch is low, one on one. One ball, one strike, one out. Loud and ready. Delivers a curve swing and a miss, strike two. Gets the sign from Gibbs. Sidearm curve outside, two and two. Andrews not too big a lead off second. 
changeup is in there. Strike three called. Adair fooled on the pitch. And right now on Yankee Baseball, we pause for station identification. You're listening to Yankee Baseball on WCSS Amsterdam, New York. Today's game is being brought to you in part by the Jeep Kruger Brewing Company of Cranston, Rhode Island. Brewers of the world's most perfect beer, light golden Kruger Pilsner. Carl Yastrzemski, who bounced a single over Pepitone's head in the first inning, popped the third and lined the center as the batter. Two men are out. Bowden pitches inside, ball one. On deck, George Scott. Two men are out. Red Sox eight, Yankees one, bottom of the sixth. Stretch by Bowden. Curve is inside, ball two, two and nothing. Gets the sign from Gibbs. Curve high ball three, three and nothing. Yastrzemski looks down at Eddie Popowski. And I don't think there's any doubt that Yastrzemski has a green light here with a three nothing count. Leads the majors and homers with 39. All right, Bob ready. His pitch, low ball four. He was ready to swing. brings up George Scott, who has doubled, popped the first, and struck out. And now there's going to be a runner for Yastrzemski. George Thomas running for Carl Yastrzemski. Now Yaz gets a rest. Thomas will go in and play in the outfield. Here's the stretch. The pitch to Scott. Line to left field. In for a base hit. The ball bounces off the wall. One run is in. Thomas going to third. Scott goes into second base with a double. sixth inning. They have scored five runs and now lead nine to one. They have runners at second and third. And here is Cottable who ran for Harrelson in this inning. Harrelson started off the inning with a single. Cottable's first time at bat. Pitch by Bob. Fly ball left field. Mosquito is right there. And he has it. So they finally get the side out but not before the Red Sox come up with five runs. And the score at the end of six full innings, the Red Sox nine, the Yankees one, and here's Joe with the score. Washington over California, three to two, the winning pitcher Lyons in relief. Rojas was the loser. Johnstone home on the eighth with nobody on. Washington came up with three runs in the bottom of the ninth to defeat the California Angels. Minnesota running the seventh inning, and the Twins lead the Baltimore Orioles three to two, Boswell against Bunker. Cleveland won. Kansas City nothing. A three-hitter by O'Donnell, who Pierce was the loser. That was the first game of the doubleheader. And Kansas City won. Cleveland nothing. End of two. Dobson against Bailey. Chicago five. Detroit nothing in the bottom of the seventh. And a word from Chicago is that through the first seven innings, Joel Horland has a no-hitter. Dobson against Horland. That's first of a doubleheader. 
In the National League, Cincinnati 4, New York 2, the end of 7, Maloney against Selma, May and a home run, the fourth with one on. St. Louis 7, Pittsburgh 4 in the bottom of the 7th, Jackson against Pizarro. Philadelphia 10, Atlanta 3 at the end of 7, Boyer a two-run homer for the Braves, Rojas hit one in the 7th with the bases loaded for the Phillies. Farrell against Upshaw. Chicago, it'll be Jenkins, Perry for the Giants. And the first of a doubleheader, Reed for the Astros, Singers pitching for the Dodgers. And that's a look at the baseball, and once again, here's Phil. All right, Joe, and here's Ruben Amaro facing Gary Bell, and the first pitch is taking a strike call. Amaro is lined to right and pops the first base. Bill Bryant is on deck, and he'll be batting for Bowden. Bell winds, delivers, a line drive to right field right there, Tottable. And he's got it. Boy, that little guy can really move. He seems to float in that outfield. Bill Bryan will be the batter. Big left-hand hitter. One out and nobody on. The Yankees have had only two hits off Gary Bell. on deck. Here's the pitch to Bryan. He takes it high ball one. Yankees scored their one run in the first inning. On a walk to clock, a single by Gibbs and two ground outs by Tresh and Pepitone. That's been it. Swing and a foul back. One ball, one strike. gets a new baseball. His curve is outside. Two balls and one strike, and I said if Bell has really had excellent control of that curve ball today. All right, Bell delivers a drive to right field, but Tottable is settling under it. He's there and takes it. Oh, he just went in for Ken Harrelson, gets the first two balls hit to him. And here's Horace Clark, walk, bounce to first, fly to left field. Big four-game series. Yankees won one. Red Sox have won two, and they got this one in pretty good control. Nine to one here in the top of the seventh. Pitch the clock is taking strike call. Next pitch by Bell. Fastball fouled out of play. Nothing in two on clock. Jake Gibbs on deck. The ground ball hit foul down the third baseline. The pitch is hit down the left field line in the air, digging over his Thomas, but the ball goes into the crowd. 
And out of play. Still nothing in two on Clark. Nobody on. Bell Wines delivers a curve check swing foul. That's third. That Tillotson loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. High with the fastball. One ball, two strikes. Morris Clark loves those high pitches. Boy, he'll leave his feet to hit them. Just did hold off that one. Here's Bell's pitch. Bouncer fouled on the first base. They kick back fair, and now Clark's going to be out. That's one of those plays you have to watch. It almost happened here the other night. It was fouled by at least three feet. It hit something and kicked back fair, and Clark, who had stopped running, was an easy out. George Scott on his sister. Three up, three down. At the end of six and a half, the Red Sox nine and the Yankees one. Because of this may not seem too important, but in the wrong place, they really make a difference. It doesn't take much good in the carburetor to make your car idle rustling. Or... Not one at all. Some gasolines leave just enough dirt in the carburetor's throttle head area to cause rough idling and falling, as well as gasoline waste. But Atlantis and Pearl, these clean carburetor gasoline dissolves those dirt deposits and washes them harmlessly away. A clean carburetor can be the little difference that makes the difference in your car's performance. And a clean carburetor is what you get in Atlantis and Pearl. Imperial cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. With a little difference that makes the difference, fill up with Atlantic Imperial. We clean carburetor gasoline. Brad Tillotson has come on now to do the pitching for the Yankees. The Red Sox sent 10 men to the plate in the sixth inning, scoring five runs. So Tillotson and Gibbs talking things over out on the mound. Long huddle out there. Red Sox fans all standing up for the lucky seventh inning stretch. You know, a lot of people seem to think these Red Sox just can't win the pennant show, but I see what Mickey Mantle says is going to be either the Red Sox or the Twins. I saw that article and uh, made a good case for both. Uh, one big advantage uh, both ball clubs have is that they're going to go head and head right here. There's two games of the season right here at Fenway. And that's got to give the Red Sox a bit of an edge, I would think. But you know, you can make a case for all four ball clubs for and against. Uh, I think Minnesota has the best talent. I think that uh, the Red Sox have good power. Sankey has good pitching. Detroit uh, is in the ball club that uh, when you saw them this spring, they look uh, much tougher than they are now, but they're hanging right in there. Uh, you, you just can't single out one ball club. Well, and I know that, you know, they asked uh, Ralph Houck and even Casey Singles, and nobody would dare pick. They, they just said, oh, no, thanks. I don't even want to comment on it. 
straddling the fence, and yes. you can't say that uh, they're wrong or uh, can't blame them. No, you certainly can. But it's sure going to be interesting, boy. A lot of sleepless nights for the ball players and the owners and the fans, the rabid ones. Rossetti had a good article in the paper about pressure. Talking about that the only ones that really feel the pressure are the newspaper men and those guys covering the ball club. Once the team starts to play, they're not thinking about tennis, they're thinking about winning this particular game. And he's still right. You're right, Joe. All right. Rico Petroselli takes the first pitch from Tillerson outside. Ball one. Actually, it's the night before you're playing any important game at your restless. But as you say, once the game starts, forget it. Pitch is high, ball two, two and up. The pitch, broken back ground to off Tillerson's glove. Smith picks it up, throws to first. He's safe at first base. A base hit for Petroselli as he broke his bat. Tillerson reached a little too soon for the ball. It went off the end of his glove. Charlie Smith picked it up barehanded, but his throw was not in time. So Rico gets his second base hit. Here's Reggie Smith, who's one for two. He singled in the fourth inning. That's 12 hits now for the Red Sox. stretches. Low and outside with a pitch. Ball one. Papatone holds the bag against Petroselli. Quick throw over there and he goes back. He had taken a step toward second as Tillerson threw but he wasn't that far off the base. One call, a good fastball. Nobody out here in the bottom of the seventh. Quick throw to first, has to sell back. Reggie Smith has stepped back out of the batter's box. Now he's back in. Pitch, swing, and a miss. One ball, two strikes. On deck, Mike Ryan has a big triple with the bases loaded in the sixth inning. Low, and the count's even, two and two. Clarity looks at that ball, and he's going to throw it out play. Two balls, two strikes. Well, in case you didn't hear that over the PA system, Tommy Tresh twisted his bad knee again in that play down the left field corner. There's a high fly, shallow right field, could be trouble. Clock going over, going over, and makes the catch in bad territory. One away. It'll bring up Ryan. They don't forget the third annual Inventors and New Products Exposition at the Coliseum, September 9th through the 17th. The Yankees will have a booth at the show, and you can pick up a month of September schedule and Yankee game tickets. All right, Mike Ryan, who struck out twice, and they walked Reggie Smith to load the bases to get it Ryan, and he tripled over the bag down in the left field corner. That was a play in which Trek injured his knee. 
a foul back, strike one. He tried to catch that in his hat, but somebody was taller than he. Licked it off. Petroselli at first, with one out. Ian Pepitone having a little chat. Wasn't too long ago, they had quite a brawl. High and tight, one and one. Two strikes on Ryan. Gary Bell on deck. The pitch is popped up. Pepitone at first base is under. And in foul territory makes the catch. Two away. And it brings up Gary Bell. Struck out, singled, and bounced to third. Joe Bell has pitched a two-hitter for seven innings. Gets quite a hand. Petroselli opened the inning with a single, still at first. Phillipson's pitch is low, ball one. Here's the stretch. There's a foul going back and out of play into the stand. And a youngster who brought his glove made that play. And he's being pounded on the back. on the count. Here's the stretch. The pitch is fouled back out of play. Into the press box. And caught by the PA man as it bounced four or five times. The best way to get those foul balls. through the count. Phillipson ready. Delivers. Foul into the crowd down the right field line. Foul still one and two. It's two out. The Red Sox leading nine to one in the bottom of the seventh. the stretch. The pitch is fouled again going back and that one will go into the crowd and back at first base and out of play. Well, Bell just trying to punch that ball as he did in the fourth inning when he uh, dropped a single in the short right field. Ellison ready again out on the mound. Deliver strike three. No runs, one hit. No Yankee errors, one man left at the end of seven. It's the Red Sox nine and the Yankees one. 
Minnesota Twins have picked up another run in the eighth inning. It's a four-to-two ball game. Twins out in front. Baltimore batting. Bob the eighth. Dave Boswell working for Minnesota. The one-strike delivery is low, and it's one ball, one strike. American League center race really something. Detroit, the contender, a contender, one of four, will be at Yankee Stadium on Monday night, September 25th, and Tuesday night, the 26th. That ball is fouled back to count on Jake Gibbs, one ball, two strikes. Gary Bell has struck out seven. Bell getting his side. No one two picks to give. Bouncing ball off the glove of Bell. Petroselli cuts it off. Throws the first, not in time. Petroselli made a fine effort. His momentum carried him to the second base side of the bag. Gibbs has the base hit. The batter is Ross Moschito, who replaced Tom Fresh after Fresh bangs in the wall. Trying to retrieve the double hit by, or the ball hit by Mike Ryan. Ended up a triple. Ross Moschito. Red Sox lead 9-1. Here's the pitch. It's low, ball one. Gives it first. Steven playing behind the runner. Yankees trail by eight. There's the strike, fat ball. One ball, one strike. Breeze really ripping up once again, blowing out towards right field. One one delivery. One on a line drive, left field. It is going to be off the wall. 
George Palmer plays the Karen perfectly. Gibbs has to stop at second. Moschino is on at first. He loses his cap. Falls time. He thinks he's out. He thinks he's out. He's going back to first. They're throwing the ball. They're going to tag him. Galera says no. He stays here. What in the world? I never saw that before. Now Dick Williams wants to know what's going on. Moschino hit the ball off the wall. He lost his cap, he picked it up, he started for the dugout. Delano is talking to Dick Williams. Lauren Babe is just listening. Williams doesn't know. He and Delano are just visiting. I don't know. You try to figure it out. The ball hit off the wall in fair territory in Fenway Park during a regularly scheduled game. And Moschino decided to go back to the bench. They threw the ball and he tagged him and something. I don't know. Couldn't have been a... Couldn't have thought it was a foul. Well, he's on. Gibbs is on his second, Moschino's on his first, and here's the pitch to Pepitone. Swung on and missed strike one. One ball, one strike. Everybody up here is still buzzing on that last play. <laughs> Moschino's on his first, and Gibbs is on his second. Pepitone takes outside, and it's ball two. Two balls and one strike. Nine to one to score. Red Sox are out in front. Nobody out. Gibbs is second. Marcino is first. Two one pitches foul back. It's two and two. Marcino is talking to Lauren Babe now. <laughs> Putting his hands up and just saying, I don't know what was going on. He's joined the parade, Roy. He's one of those weird plays that it happened. Two balls and two strikes to count. Pepitone waiting. Bell gets his time delivered. Outside, full count, three and two. Three balls, two strikes, top of the eighth inning. Red Sox down in front, nine to one. Bell checks the runners, delivers to Pepitone, swung on a double play ball to Andrews. He's got it to Pepitone, one out, over the first, double play. Taking third, Gibbs, a perfect double play ball to Mike Andrews, 4-6-3. The batter is Steve Whitaker, 
Bell rubbing up the baseball, so on Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. You're listening to Yankee Baseball, brought to you by the Pete Kruger Brewing Company of Cranston, Rhode Island. Brewers of light, golden Kruger Pilsner. This is WCSS in Amsterdam, New York. Gary Bell is ready. Checks Gibbs at third, delivers to Whittaker, tap foul, strike one. One strike they count. Two men out. Nine to one to score. Red Sox out in front. Chicago six, Detroit nothing in the eighth inning. Bell's delivery. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Bell struck out seven. Gives the third. Bell is ready. Here's the pitch to Whitaker. Swung on a ground ball to the second baseman Andrews. He's got it. Flips to Stevens. In time, and every ties his side. No runs, two hits, no errors, one man left. So the score as we go into the bottom half of the eighth inning. It's the Boston Red Sox nine, the New York Yankees one. Red 
Jackson gets his tie and delivers. Swung on and missed, strike one. Boston nine, Yankees one. Minnesota four, Baltimore two in the eighth. White Sox six, Detroit nothing. One strike delivery, strike two is clean and miss, trying to hit in the right field. Two strike delivery, swung on and missed, and Jerry Adair is out on strike. One out. Battle is George Thomas to replace Yastrzemski. George Thomas to batter. Here's the pitch, swung on and fouled off. Strike one. Red Sox lead nine to one. Win the bottom of the eighth inning. Matt Tillerson working for the Yankees. Downing started. Popped up in the infield. Ruben Amaro. Now Horace Clark taking charge and Clark makes the play. Thomas pops to Clark. So they're two away. The batter is Norm Seaburn, who replaces George Scott. Norm Seaburn. Two men out, base runner at first, Dalton Jones. Here's the pitch. It's the strike. Inning, Boston 9, New York 1. Phillipson delivers. Outside, 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. High, ball 2. 2-1 two to count. Norm Schubert. Schubert has a great eye. Knows the strike zone. And can control it. Two balls and one strike. Here's the pitch. It's low, ball three. Balls in the strike. Two men out. Bottom of the eighth. Red Sox out in front, nine to one. Here's the pitch. Swung on and misses the full count. Dalton Jones on it first. In the top of the ninth, it'll be Roy White, Charlie Smith, and Ruben Amaro. The Yankees. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on and missed out on strike. Norm Schubert. Strikes out to end the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. So the score as we complete eight innings, it's the Boston Red Sox nine, the New York Yankees one.
minute left in the fourth quarter. It's the crucial first down measurement. There's just a small difference between almost making it and making it. A little difference that makes the difference. At Magic and Blue, we, Green's operator gasoline, can make that difference in your car's performance. Some gasoline is moved dirt deposits in the carburetor's traffic area, where they can cause stalling, rough idling, and waste of gasoline. But Atlantic Imperial dissolves those deposits and washes them away. If you don't like the difference after using 100 gallons of material, we'll pay you $4. Get a receipt for your purchase and send the receipts to Atlantic, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 19101. Get the little difference that makes the difference. Fill up with Atlantic Imperial. The Green Carburetor Gasoline. Joe Holland makes baseball news as he comes up with a no-hitter. Boy, I guess that Kleenex stop will really go up now. You know, he's got a huge Kleenex. He tried to find out, to find something that would relax him. He tried tobacco. He got sick the first time. Tried it again. He was embarrassed because his younger brother chewed it. Didn't bother him. Went to gum and he got his jaw sore to chew on that. Here's Roy White. Bringing a miss strike one. Then he tried to chew gauze and that didn't work. And he went to Kleenex and that worked. And now he just picked the no-hitter. He faced 28 men. He hit one man, and another man got on because of an error, a simple error, and then they erased him in a double play. Here's a ground ball to the shortstop Petroselli. Over the first, one out. So Joel Orland and the Chicago White Sox, six to nothing, a no-hit victory. Almost a perfect game. One over the limit. Here's Charlie Smith with one man out. Ball one, the fastball misses. Gary Bell delivers, and Smith takes it over for strike one. One ball and one strike. American League race is really something. The 1-1 pitch, foul back. One ball, two strikes. Time of game, two hours and 17 minutes over in Chicago. No runs, no hits, and one error for Detroit. 6-8-1 for the White Sox. Joel Horland. Here's the pitch. It popped up. Going back, Petrostelli calling for it and makes the catch. Two outs. The batter is Ruben Amaro. In the top of the ninth, Red Sox leading by the score of nine to one. Fastball inside, ball one. Misses and it falls to. Mm -hmm. 
Hidden ball foul, Pasco City. Well, let's see. If Minnesota wins, Detroit will be a game behind. The Red Sox will be a half game behind. The White Sox will be two games behind. Big, big, big game for the Minnesota Twins. We lose 4 to the eighth. Outside with a fastball, and it's three and one. So it'll be Minnesota. Red Sox. Detroit. White Sox. White Sox is a doubleheader. Here's your 3-1 pitch. Ball, ball four. Mile a little bit confused. Mile draws the walk. Here comes Mantle. Mickey Mantle and his crowd standing on their feet with a tremendous ovation. Yay Bell delivers the Mantle inside ball one. Two men out here in the top of the ninth, nine to one to score. Mayor fans who strike the exit. He stopped in the runway to watch Mantle bat. He is a pinch batter here for Tillerson. Mantle in his last four pinches. Here's a fastball high. Ball his last four pinches in the pinches. He's had three hits, a single double, and a home run. He's got an even 500 as a pinch hitter. Five hits and ten at bat. Two balls and no strikes. Two outs, top of the ninth. Bell's delivery. Swung on a high fly ball. Right field. Carnival has room. He's waiting for it and makes the catch and that's the ball game. Gary Bell, a complete game as the Boston Red Sox defeat the Yankees here this afternoon. The final score is the Boston Red Sox 9, the New York Yankees 1.